4: welcome, welcome, yes, this is the Jeff Fisher Radio Program and I am he. Welcome to the broadcast on the Blaze Radio Network. Nice to have you along for the ride today. Listen, there's, we've got stuff, you know, I, every, every Saturday I come in here and I think I've got all this stuff. I've got information for you to get you through the weekend and head you into the week from Top stories, to back stories, to bottom stories, to front stories, and then you know I get to about half of them. So let's you know we'll try to get through them. I've got you know we'll get through some of the top stories. We'll get through some of the back stories. I've got some great. We'll call them back stories. This week we'll call them back stories. And I've got some. Uh, I've got good news, happy news, sad news. I've got, I've got news that you know for. Two weeks now, my household has been plague-ridden. You know, kids been sick. My wife has been sick. The in-laws, I don't let them out of the back room. Don't tell anybody. And I think, I've made it. I washed the sheets. I hosed down the doorknobs. I hosed down the counters. I made it. I'm sitting here preparing to give you information today, and I feel like I think the plague has caught up to me. I'm very disappointed. I've got to go down like a bottle of vitamin C. got to go maybe. I don't know what I have to do, but I cannot let this plague catch me. Can't. Can't do it. I cannot let this plague catch me like the massive ransomware infection that hits about 99 countries yesterday. Cyber attack. And it's good that the cyber attack happened. You know, it was only, look, it was only uh, stolen from the NSA. (laughs) Don't worry about it. No big deal. Now, the cybersecurity firm Avast said it had seen 75,000 cases of the ransomware known as WannaCry and variants, of course, of that you know of that name. Uh, 99 countries, including a couple of biggies, Russia and China, and coming to a country near you soon. So, when you see those links come through, think twice about clicking on them. Now, there were about 40 uh, hospital organizations and medical practices hit uh, in the U.K. Appointments canceled, operations, all that kind of stuff. Hey, you know, just don't don't worry about it. You had to have an operation? Cancelled. It's okay. That's all right. Now, the malware spread quickly yesterday with the medical staff in the U.K. They They were reporting that the computers were going down one by one. Boop. Boop. Hey, don't click on boop. Get on the phone. Tell four three not to click. Boop, boop, boop. So when, when it starts going through, man, it's like wildfire. Now there were screenshots, and you can see them, you know, uh, on the on the, on those internets, uh, which demanded payment of about three hundred bucks in Bitcoin to uh, rescue you. Good luck with that. Uh, other countries kept uh, reporting that they were getting infected. I think the United Kingdom is under attack with malware. Don't click on the poop. Too late. Number of Spanish firms including the telecoms giant uh, Telefónica, Iberdrola, Gas Natural. Staff at the firms were told to turn off their computers. You should probably turn that poop. Too late. No, don't click it too poop. The Portugal telecom, the delivery company Fedox, FedEx and a Swedish FedOx. is that a new company in America? FedEx and a Swedish local authority were also affected. Now they claim that uh, Russia had been infected a little bit, but of course they, uh, the Interior Ministry said a thousand of our computers have been infected, but the virus was swift, swiftly dealt with and no sensitive data was compromised. Hey, don't turn that poop. Too late. China, of course, uh, was affected, but they. Yeah, we're not... China's not commenting on that. We had some social media come out of China uh, saying that the university computer lab had been compromised. Those people have now been dragged off into camps. Um, So China's not going to... uh, You're not going to hear anything from China. And uh, they came to the computers, you know, via a worm, just like always. It spreads itself in the computers. And it clicks, you know, it's got the attachment code. And uh, it says, uh, you know, like, um, it will... uh, It'll have an attachment on that you, you're going to want to click on. Like uh, protest about Donald Trump. Hey, don't click on the protest. Click. Boop, boop. Too late. It's over. Now, they were made uh, freely available uh, after the NSA tools were stolen by a group of hackers known as the Shadow Brokers who then attempted to sell the encrypted information, then uh, you know what? Here, we're just going to let it go out for free. Go ahead and start bringing this down. Now, Microsoft said on Friday, yesterday, that it would roll out the update to users of older operating systems. Uh-huh. Or how about Microsoft saying, hey, you know, sorry, you should have upgraded. Yeah, sorry. Bill needs to donate some more money to kids in Africa. Should have upgraded. Boop. Too late. Don't click on that. Now the guy that saved the uh, saved the day uh, was accidentally actually a UK uh, cybersecurity researcher. He, uh, well, you you may know him. I mean, if you if you don't, you're just I don't know you know what kind of person you are because who doesn't follow at Malware Tech Blog on Twitter? Um, He said he accidentally managed to temporarily halt the spread of the virus. And by the way, I don't know that that's I don't know that at Malware Tech Blog is a he. So I apologize. The person behind at malware tech blog. Oh, it said in the story he, so it must be a he. I. Sorry. However, the story may be wrong. You don't know what at malware tech blog is identifying as today. Quoted as saying that he noticed that the virus was searching for a web address that had not been registered. So he bought the domain name, uh, registered it, triggered a kill switch, stopped the worm spread. Nice. But he also said, it's probably a temporary fix. You probably, you probably, uh, you know, you probably want to get your computer taken care of. Because uh, as long as the domain isn't removed, uh, the strain's going to no longer cause harm. But you might want to patch the systems up a little bit. It could be a little bit of an issue. So take care of that. So just be warned. Do not click on the attachments. And it's hard. It is hard not to click on them, because you see some of those attachments. It gets easier once you get it in your head, don't click on them, uh, no matter what it is. And we have a pretty good, you know, we, we're we under attack here at this neck of the woods quite a bit. Uh, and, uh, you know, I think they've created like 23,000 firewalls because every time I try to do something, I'm not allowed to until they clear me through 23,000 firewalls. So uh just it gets easier, but just get it in your head. Don't click on the attachments. You get the email and you know, like I said, it's hard. the email pops up. Boop. I can't believe what this person is doing. She's so hot. Click Boop <coughs> No, don't don't anybody click on the Boop <coughs> and you're done. The company's gone. It's uh just shut them off. Boop gone i mean it's it's amazing it's simply amazing we also had uh big news from uh attorney general jeff sessions uh he released a memorandum and people are all wound up all wound up at my boy because uh he's overturning the former attorney general eric holder who who raise your hand if you miss eric i know me too i didn't have my hand up uh, he released a statement uh, on the drug-related criminal activity. Sessons urged prosecutors nationwide to charge and pursue the most serious, readily provable offense. A what? Follow the law? The goal of the Holder Doctrine uh, was to cease harsh penalties for low-level drug criminals. If the defendant fulfilled four requirements... And no use of violence, uh, not the organizer, uh, no ties with gangs, and no significant criminal history. Uh, you know, defendants should not plead mandatory minimum sentences. Now, these measurements were necessary because too many low level criminals were filling up jail cells with unnecessary lifelong sentences. Sadly, I think I kind of agree with some of that. Unfortunately, according to Sessions, uh, his two page memo had a busy afternoon. Prosecutors are ordered to forget these measurements. Instead, he urges more than 5,000 assistant prosecutors uphold the harshest penalties for vice. His goal, the memorandum states that it is our responsibility to fulfill our role in a way that accords with the law, advances public safety, promotes respect for our legal system. Oh, there's nothing that gives you respect to the legal system like being put away for life. Man, when you have pot in the trunk and you get put away for life, you respect the law. There's no And the legal system? Oh, there's not a person in America that doesn't respect our legal system. In doing so, Sessions upholds the strict anti-drug policy laid out by the president, of course. Uh, you know, of course that. And look, does anybody want drug criminals roaming the streets? I'll let you answer that. Uh, but you get it. Follow the law, right? Uh, many things that happened during the Obama administration that uh, we didn't change the law. We just said, you know what? Just look just, just the other way. I don't worry about it. Stop it. We don't need a law. We don't need to make a new law. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> oh, silly goose. Silly, silly goose! Just don't worry about it. Let him go. Now, uh, our man Rand Paul—he's a little wound up about it, and you know Rand, he gets a little wound up. This is where he—this is where actually Rand shines, because this is where he gets all wound up. Uh, he put out a statement saying, "Mandatory minimum sentences have unfairly and disproportionately incarcerated too many minorities for too long." Attorney General Sessions' new policy will accentuate that injustice. Instead, we should treat our nation's drug epidemic as a health crisis and less as a lock them up and throw away the key problem. I don't know that I necessarily, I I kind of agree with that too. I'm kind of in the middle ground of that. Yeah, you know, I mean, we should should follow the law 100%. No question. But there are plenty of laws that still need to be changed. And perhaps maybe we work, uh, you know, hand in hand with the drug epidemic as a health crisis, and yet still follow the law. What do you think? Maybe? Maybe? Now, of course, uh, all this going on, former Attorney General Eric Holder couldn't couldn't just let that stand. Because like I said, raise your hand if you miss Eric. That's what I thought. But he's out there. Trust me. He's out there. The policy announced today is not tough on crime. It is dumb on crime. It's an ideologically motivated cookie-cutter approach that has only been proven to generate unfairly long sentences that are often applied indiscriminately and do little to achieve long-term public safety. Wait a minute. Ideologically motivated. Ideologically motivated. Huh. Let's see what holders memorandum his goal was to cease harsh penalties to lone, lone, lone. the defendant fulfilled four requirements uh, the measurement was necessary because we we're filling up our jails that almost sounds like it was ideologically motivated huh you mean to tell me that that's what happens <laughs> now you're talking crazy now you are talking crazy and then of course we had uh donald trump uh president donald j trump um Couple big interviews, you know. He's always tweeting his stuff. It's just, it's just Trump. And you know what? Yeah, but Trump. I mean, that's what where we're at. Yeah, but Trump. I mean, he had his interview with uh, you know the great Lester Holt. I mean, NBC Nightly News. Uh, please, you know that what I'm talking about with Lester, and uh, you know the number one nightly news, Lester. I, you know, I'm a fan. I've always liked Lester. We've made quite a joke of that on the Glenn Beck radio program and the Pat and Stu program. However, I do like Lester Holt. And I thought his interview was was pretty good. But he also, uh, you know, started a little firestorm uh, about uh, Comey and their talk on that. And then uh, so Trump uh, tweets, James Comey better hope there are no tapes of our conversations before he starts leaking to the press. Uh, first... Don, Uh, when you're in the bathroom and you're tweeting in the morning, you're sitting there and you're thinking to yourself, oh man, I got a busy day ahead of me and you're sitting on the john and you think, oh man, Comey better hope there are no tapes of our conversations before he starts leaking to the press. There's no need for you to tweet it, dude. But he does. And so we get the White House press conference, the daily White House press conference and Spicy is at the helm. I know they brought in uh, Huckabee with her cockeyed junior eye moving every which way out there on on the platform. Oh, we're not supposed to. Oh, sorry. It's a physical disformity. I'm not supposed to say anything. Uh, So Reuters uh, White House correspondent Jeff Mason uh, started out by asking the president, uh, asking uh, Spicy, hey, uh, first about the president recording the Comey conversation and a spicy was answered it and then uh mason was not happy so he followed up and then he followed up and then he followed up and until a spicy had enough did president trump record his conversations with former fbi director comey i assume you're
3: referring to uh,
4: the tweet and i
3: i've talked to the president the president has nothing further to add on that Can, why did he say that
5: Why did he tweet that? What should we interpret from that? As I
3: mentioned, the president has nothing further to add on that.
5: Are there recording devices in the Oval Office or in the residence? As I
3: said for the third time, there is nothing further to add on that.
6: Does he think it's appropriate to threaten someone
0: like Mr. Comey not to speak?
3: I I don't think that's that's not a threat. He's simply stated
4: a fact. The tweet speaks for itself. Uh, I'm moving on. John. Uh, We're moving on. Uh, John, you're next. (laughs) <laughs> good stuff and of course the headline is white house refuses to deny i mean all right we, we asked and answered let's move on but you gotta love reuters and uh and uh mr mason the reporter now we had to also uh, trump uh, was uh interviewed by judge janine lester holt first of all got huge coverage i mean judge janine but uh in that interview and one of his tweets, uh, he tweets, maybe the best thing to do would be to cancel the future, all future press, press briefings and hand out written responses for the sake of accuracy. Where did I hear that before? Where did I hear that before? Oh, I know a prediction from Amua, Jeff Fisher. Uh, I'm surprised that they're still going on. Uh, my prediction was several months ago. I figured uh, the president would just pull the plug. Trump pull the plug. Uh, nobody likes Spicy. Spicy gets hurt. Maybe he's got to go off to uh, 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 what is he? He's on active military duty, right? He's a he's a National Guard guy. Goes off and and Huckabee. I, w- I wouldn't even have brought in Huckabee. I would have just pulled the plug. Spicy's off. Pull the plug. We don't need it. I don't like it. Me- media, fake media, fake news, bias press. Pull the plug. I'll tell you what you need to know.
0: This is
2: The Jeff Fisher Show
0: on the Blaze Radio Network. The Jeff Fisher
4: Show. That it is. You know, we got it. There's so much to get to. I didn't even get to the uh, uh, Mike Pence with the adorable kid, where he, he holds out his arm and he kind of touches the kid in the face. And this, they call it an adorable kid. And this little oh, annoying little kid. Excuse me. Excuse me. You want me an apology? Excuse me. And I just wanted Pence to turn around and tell him, shut up! But then I looked at the kid and I think he's actually got, he might have a problem, you know, more than just being a little kid. And uh, so, you know, it's tough for me to make fun of him that right? way. And we've got Donald Trump speaking at Liberty University.
7: Oh my gosh, that's going to
4: be riveting,
2: riveting. The Jeff Fisher Show, The Blaze Radio Network.
0: The Jeff Fisher Show is
4: on. Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. You can follow me on Twitter, at EMRA. If you're not, why? Uh, You can follow me on Instagram, at EMRA. If you're not, why? You can follow me on Facebook, Jeff Fisher Radio. All you got to do is click the thumb up button. If you're not, why? (laughs) I mean, don't answer that. Just... And you can go to theblaze.com, uh, to the channels, and uh, there's a Jeff Fisher channel. Follow that channel as well. And there's other channels, you know, other hosts are there too. I mean, they're not as good as me, but they're there, and you can follow them too. And they've got their picture and everything up there. And my picture, I don't know who picked, picked, who chose my picture on the Blaze channel picture, but hey, I'm not liking that Sam I am. But uh, they can, uh, you know, whoever chose it. Thank you. It means a lot to me. It highlights me. Uh, as as we were going into the, the bottom of the hour uh, commercial break, uh, well, I mentioned uh, Donald Trump at Liberty University today, and boy, that'll be, I'm excited too. Oof, can't wait for that. Build a wall. You kids are great. God bless. It'll be great. We'll make America great again. Bringing jobs back. Ugh. It's going to be the same rehashed campaign speech. It'll be great. It'll be great. We'll get a lot of information out of it. And those kids will be happy and they can shuffle off to their life and do their thing. But I'm surprised. I mean, Liberty's not going to cancel the president. Right? I mean, Liberty University, they actually helped get him elected. Right? I mean, the kids all went for Ted Cruz and the head of Liberty, what's his face? Hey, you know his name. he uh, He was behind Donald Trump. So, this is a university. The kids are are free to do what they want. But Donald Trump should be president, not Ted Cruz. We don't want the religious guy. We don't want the guy that actually believes in God. We just want the guy that says it, that has the Bible collection. We just want him. But that's, I digress. I digress. Now, we had uh, John Cornyn, Senator John Cornyn from Texas, get canceled at, I think, what was Southern Texas University? Uh. A predominantly black college. Uh, He was supposed to speak there. Uh, They canceled. I mean, they pulled the plug early, which was, you know, fair. Look, like you can have whoever you want speaking, right? But then Betsy DeVos uh, shows up at Bethune Cookman and she gets, they introduce her and she gets booed. They turn their back on her and the head of Bethune stands up and takes the mic tremendous
7: if this behavior continues think about it your degrees will be mailed to you Ah. oh now do we
4: know that if they actually did
7: choose choose which way you want to go are you
4: awake I mean you now I don't care about the whole thing. Now I just—it's It's a good thing. I appreciate it. But now it got me thinking that I wondered if they actually did mail them, or if he wussed out and gave them the, gave them their uh, degrees. Do we know that? No, of course not. We don't know that. Why would we know that? That's only a news story. That's a real story. Now there are stories out there in America that I believe are fake news. We've talked about it before on the broadcast. There's plenty of stories that just aren't real there's just something about them it's too good too good to be real and those are the stories do you remember i want to bring back I, I had a request um, on uh my g chat the other day from a, a former employee um and she's you know Brittany is great i love her and she g chatted me with uh, all this comey stuff and everything and she requested that i bring back a favorite of mine, and I, I mean, I, first, how can I say no to a re- request? This is all request weekend coming at you. Thirty-nine minutes past the hour, twenty-one before the top, and uh, we had a request for uh, Linda Hopkins. Heard it on the news.
3: I heard it on the news, and I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it.
4: And I mean, how could you not play that for the fans, right? I mean, you try to get it on for you. In fact, we may go back to back, Linda Hopkins.
3: I heard it on the news. And I said, it was ridiculous, man.
4: we will trying to get That's more. That's oh, oh, sorry, Lynn. I didn't mean to step on you. Uh, missed the post. Anyway, uh, this story. Fascinating story. I love it. Isn't real? In no way, it's real. Fake news. 52-year-old man in the Texas city of Katy. That's just outside of Houston. And it's pretty high-end neck of the woods out of Houston. Uh, the story goes on to say that he attempted to hire a prostitute through an online service that ended in a terrible mix-up that will cost him his marriage. (gasps) My gosh, someone tried to hire a hooker and it's going to cost him his marriage? I wonder what happened. You know, it almost resembles the elements of the classic 1979 Pina Colada song. Doesn't it, though? Who we cannot identify for privacy reasons. Oh, that's good. Been using the booking website for some months to hire prostitutes and meet them for sex at motels in neighboring areas. Is that what you hire prostitutes for? I thought you hired prostitutes to leave. Oh, wait, that's never mind. On the most recent occasion which occurred last weekend, the man told his wife he was going on a fishing trip with friends when in reality he was traveling to a motel on the outskirts of town. Upon checking into the motel on Saturday afternoon, the man used his phone to access the Internet and book prostitutes. According to the statement he made to authorities, he saw the profile of a new 28-year-old woman who caught his attention. I bet. As with many of the photos on the site, the photo only showed the woman from her neck down now okay see what I mean though story's good right gotcha gotcha you. You still want to find out what happened to the 52 year old man from Katie. so he sent her a message to see if she was free later that night no I'm a prostitute I'm not free she replied back within minutes to confirm she was available amazing and could meet up with him at the motel that night. The pair agreed on a price, $150, a bargain down from her original request of 200 I mean, come on. You're already, see, it's almost too good. It's too good. It's too perfect. No way, she says, oh, okay. I'm a new girl on the website. It's $200. Uh, you can only afford 150 Oh, okay, I'll be right over to the motel outside of Houston. Anyway. Guests at the hotel and adjoining rooms called the front desk to report a disturbance at around 8 p.m. after the woman arrived at the property and found that her client was none other than her husband.
3: I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it.
4: They had been married for 17 years. It emerged that the prostitute who had advertised herself as an attractive 28-year-old was actually the man's 49-year-old wife you know i can see that actually happening because look you're out you get a prostitute you wheel a dealer down to 150 she gets to the door and you go hey you're not 28 years old i know but i'm here okay (laughs) come on in i mean that's possible right the pair have reportedly separated with the wife moving back to her parents home in houston She was understandably furious to find her husband in the motel room, although, after further reflection, he was equally angry to learn his wife had been advertising her services on a prostitution website. For the husband, he may now face charges under the state's tough prostitution laws. Do we have tough prostitution laws in Texas? Really? That's got to change. Which make it illegal to engage in any type of sexual activity in exchange for money... Or some other form of compensation, even if it's with the one's own spouse. Come on now. It's too good to be real. It is fake news.
3: I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it.
4: And that's Linda Hopkins. For those of you that don't remember Linda, uh, she was uh, interviewed as a woman on the street, person on the street, in... Providence, Rhode Island. Providence, I think. Uh, there was a big potato bandit story. <laughs> this huge potato bandit story that was going on there, and you know the local news got to cover the local crime, and, and they all all the news guys, news that watch local news, and you they always want the, the man on the street quote. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, they always look for the for the man on the street. What did you think? It was terrible. I saw them running out of the burning building. I mean, everybody's got to have the stupid man on the street. So when they asked Linda about the potato bandit in her neighborhood.
3: I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it.
4: Come on now. Best on the street performance in a newscast. She wins. Hands down. That's a couple years old now. I mean, Linda, and she still holds. She holds the mantle. She's on it. Man, you think of on the street, person interview from a newscast, you think of Linda Hopkins.
3: I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it.
4: See what I'm saying? So the story from Katie. uh, No way that's real. No way. Sorry. It's a great story. I like it. It shows that uh, that we need to. It shows that hey, people gets people wound up about prostitution. It gets people like I can't believe that. It gets uh, husbands and wives doubting their trips on the road. It gets a state legislature thinking maybe we should make prostitution uh, laws even more strict. Uh, this is ridiculous. Uh, wives are cheating on their husbands. Makes the internet uh, prostitution domains worry about. Why are you wheeling and dealing? We still get our cut. I mean, we're the internet pimps of today. Everybody wants their cut. Everybody wants their cut. And it makes everybody think twice. But the story itself, come on now. It's too good. It's too good. But it does make you think.
3: I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man.
0: That's it. You're listening to The Jeff Fisher Show. The Blaze Radio Network Jeff Fisher.
4: Welcome to the broadcast. If you want to participate, eight 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 nine zero zero. Welcome to the broadcast. If you want to participate, 888-900-3393 is the phone number, but relax, relax. So before we went away for a little bit, I was playing Linda Hopkins, and I told you Linda's story, and I said that she holds the mantle, she's on the mantle of the best news on the street soundbite. And of course, when asked about the Potato Bandit in Rhode Island, she commented,
3: I heard it on the news. And I said, it was ridiculous, man.
4: That's it. I'm reminded uh, by my producers that uh, Linda is funny. Uh, She's fantastic. But Jeff, uh, you must be out of your mind to think that Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins isn't the number one soundbite from a newscast in America, in history. And I thought... Sweet brown, where do I know that story? It was it was about a fire in Oklahoma City. And her apartment complex had caught on fire. And, of course, just like I said, that's what the, you know, local news, that's what they do. I'm not bad-mouthing. I'm just saying that's what they do. If you're a news guy, local news, that's what you do. You get your mail. That's how you get your earn your stripes as a news guy. You get out there and you pound the pavement on horror stories and ask people, how was it? I was horrible. And, of course, that's what they do. And most of them are not good. But they put it in the story anyway because that's what they do. Well, so I listened to Sweet Brown, I'm sorry, Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins. And you know what? I think I was wrong. I don't want to admit it out loud, but I think I just did. Uh, Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins, I believe, holds
6: the mantle. Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop, and then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life, and then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that.
4: Then Linda Hopkins.
6: I
3: heard it on the news, and I said it was ridiculous, man. That's
4: it. I got to tell you, Linda Hopkins may have the award for best short story, and uh, Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins may have the best role, leading role, (laughs) in a news report because she tells the entire story. Linda is just reacting. She's like, you know, bit part, reacting to the story. Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins is the story.
6: Ain't nobody got time for that.
4: I'm telling you, I I, I was right. I mean, let's, Kimberly, Sweet Brown Wilton. Do we have time to hear the whole thing? We got like 20 seconds. No. Ow. No. You'd think that somebody would have timed that out better. Would you? You'd think that somebody would have timed it out better so we could hear the entire story instead of just hearing Linda say, "Ain't nobody got time for that." Ain't nobody
6: got time for that. Abron
2: Titus. This is the Jeff Fisher Show. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program. Now.
3: Stand
7: clear. Life signs
2: stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
4: Welcome to it. Hour number two. Hour number two. You know, I love coming in here and doing these three hours every week. I do. Well, I will, some, somewhere we're going to have to figure out a time to spend more time with you. Jeff, what, the three hours of the Glenbeck radio program and the two hours of the Pat's Stu show Monday through Friday aren't enough for you? No. No, they are not. So we're taking the request. We got it. We have to call war. If I I I already apologized for anointing Linda Hopkins. I mean, she could be a past winner of being you know having her statue on the mantle of the best news sound clip interview. And then I was reminded, hey Jeff, Linda's great. Yeah, blah 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 blah. But Kimberly's, what's her name? Kimberly Sweet Brown, who was fantastic. Ain't nobody got time for that lady. Joel in Illinois. We're taking your request. All request weekend on the Jeff Fisher show, on the blaze radio network. Go ahead, Joel. we Jeff. We're in Jeff. Got a request for you. I love you to death, man. I love you to death, <laughs> but you. you missed one. Oh no. Antoine Dodson. Antoine Dodson. Now what, what, what did Antoine do?
1: Uh, He was the man on the street. I believe it was somewhere in Alabama, uh, Lincoln Park, Alabama. And he was the man on the street explaining what he saw. Somebody uh, hide your wives, hide your kids, hide your husbands.
4: Right. They're raping everybody up in here. They're raping everybody up in here. That's right. Yes. Hey, we'll try to get it on for you. Thanks, Joel. Awesome. I appreciate it. Oh, that is a good one. We may do just. Uh, we may have to run that down for like a holiday show. Best television news clip sound bites. All right. So we had Linda. We've got uh, Kimberly Sweet Brown. And uh, do we have Antoine? Let's let's listen to Antoine. And put him up on the put him up on the trial.
7: Well. Obviously, we have a rapist oh, yeah. in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here.
4: That's really good. I don't think it beats Sweet Brown. I don't think it beats Sweet Brown. I like it. We definitely. I mean, it's just an honor to be to be on the list. It's an honor to be nominated, and I appreciate it all. But I think that uh, right now, between these three, between Antoine and Linda and Sweet Brown, I think Sweet Brown wins. Ain't nobody got time for that. I mean, just that alone. But her and Tommy, she tells the story. We could probably play the whole movie. Let's, let's, Let's do the whole role.
6: Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. Then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that.
4: And you hear the the news guys behind the background laughing. It's fantastic. That's good. And then, of course, the potato banded up and. Providence with Linda Hopkins.
3: I heard it on the news, and I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it.
4: I don't think Linda. I don't think Antoine beats Linda either. I mean, if I'm voting, if I got a vote, Antoine comes in third. I mean, he's good. He's good.
7: Obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here.
4: Think about it. All right, we've got – I could spend all day just playing these three clips alone. Just let, them, just let them roll. Just let them tie into each other, the whole thing. So i tell you what we'll do throughout the rest of this broadcast. If you have a – Television, news, soundbite. I guess it could be radio, too. But TV's better because the local newscasts around the country all do it. So there's there's always clips being played every day, especially on their their websites. They have their extended man-on-the-street interviews. Agonizing. But they all do it. They all do it. So if there's a favorite one, we'll take your request at 888-900-3393. Get your request, and we'll try to get it on for you. Of course, we've got Linda Hopkins, uh, Kimberly Sweet Brown, and Antoine. What's his name? It's Antoine Dotson, Antoine Dotson, uh, those three. Uh, Antoine, uh, while uh, by request we played it, uh, it doesn't quite meet up to uh, Linda Hopkins, and definitely, definitely, my vote does not meet up to Sweet Brown. Rich in New York, here on the broadcast. Hello,
1: Jeffy. That that woman sounds like the Obama phone lady. Remember
4: her? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit the Obama phone later was meaner. She was meaner. Although although that should, we should that we need to we need to get that that should be a request because the Obama no, phone No, lady, no, that's
1: not my request. No, no, here's my request. I want to hear uh Hank, Congressman Hank Johnson expressing his concerns to <laughs> the joint chiefs. But
4: that's of staff. I that's I know that's a great clip. Now that's a that's a news clip. And I I know I'm kind of splitting hairs but that's a different that's a but different a kind of. One, that's Jeff. a different category. It's a different ah. thing altogether. That's what we did. Uh, you know, we we've done that before. On the thanks, Rich, I appreciate it because you're right. Uh, you know, it, that's a fanta- Hank Johnson is an imbecile, and how he continues to be in office, I will never never oh, He has a dry sense of humor. Yeah, it's called being an idiot, but that's okay. But that is a different category. I wasn't talking, the the news clips, I mean, news sound bites from the actual event, that's different than the man on the street clips. The the right off the bat, uh, you know, hey, your trailer park was just blown down completely flattened by a tornado, how do you feel? That kind of clip. Uh... It really sucked. We were scared. We're just happy to make it out alive. And I don't know what I'm going to do. If I'd have known I was going to live so long, I'd have taken better care of myself. Clips like that. That's good stuff. But that's not Hank Johnson doing in a congressional hearing being an imbecile. That's a news clip. So I appreciate it. And Hank is a great one. And the the naval officer that responds to him is... Shows just what an imbecile Hank Johnson is. is because he's like, um, we aren't really anticipating that. Uh, and you know, as he's walking out, he's going, holy crap, we are in deep doo-doo. This guy's in a public office. <laughs> I mean, really. Seriously, Hank. I'm not quite sure how you got the gig. You, you know, I mean, guess you're a fairly good-looking Man. But you got the gig and you stayed in office. He's been in office for a long time now. I forget exactly the number of years, but the last time I looked, it was surprising how long he's been in office. So That goes to prove uh, the gerrymandering works. <laughs> All you do is get in office and you stay there forever. I wonder how the congressmen and the senators get in office and come out richer than they are. It's a big surprise to me. I don't understand. Yeah, me either. Me either. So we had big news coming out of uh, New Orleans. Pat, This news has been going on for a couple of weeks now, and I have been meaning to get to it, and I've had it on my show sheet, and I just keep bypassing it because more important things come up, you know, like a news clip of sound bites. (laughs) But all across America now, and and of course it's in the south because that's where these statues are, but they aren't all in the southern states of the United States of America. The Confederate Monuments. Now, they're being taken down. New Orleans took down uh, a couple already. they've had crowds uh, around they've had uh, they do it early in the morning uh, so they try to keep the protesters you know at a minimum. That's one thing about protesters man we love to protest and we hate those bastards, but it happens when at 5 a.m yeah, no man I, I don't hate it that much <laughs> I got. I mean, I do, man. That thing needs to go. But, uh, whoo, 5 a.m. You think you guys could take it down? I don't know, 4 or 5 this afternoon? So I can get pissed and get enough sleep and really get mad about that damn statue? Because at 5, man, I am whew, I am tuckered out from. I can't possibly make it by 5 a.m. So that's the one thing about, <laughs> about protesters. That's why I wonder why the protests happen in the late afternoon and evening. Huh. It's a surprise. That's a surprise to me, too. I mean, that was the thing about, uh, they were pissed about the protest. They were protesting the bank guy, right, in San Francisco. They wanted to protest the head of the bank in San Francisco. Oh, I have to find that story. But they couldn't ever catch him because he was there too early and left too late. Amazing! The guy that runs this big corporation, he's there too early and he leaves too late, but he makes too much money. I can't believe he makes too much money while you're home sleeping. So shut up. So anyway, back to statues being torn down. History. History being removed. It's unbelievable. Now the statue erected in the one statue that they just took down in New Orleans, erected in 1911 of the Confederate president Jefferson Davis. 1911 and here's a thought. A little thought from Jeff Fisher. Uh even when the statue isn't there, it still happened. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Jefferson Davis was still the Confederate president. I know the statue's not there. It's a constant reminder. Yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It is a constant reminder, isn't it? Yes. Now, there is a list of... If you go to Wikipedia, and I know, look, I you know, Wikipedia isn't always right either, Jeff. No, I know that. Thank you. But you know what? You know what is? They've got a list in Wikipedia, which is the list of monuments and memorials of the Confederate States of America. I bet you I have 20 pages. 20 pages. And it goes, Back and forth, up and down, of all the states across America. And it starts, oh my gosh, let's start in ah, Alabama. And then let's go to Arizona, Arkansas. Oh, oh, look at the, I mean, the southern, however, my favorite. What, there's a Confederate uh, statue in Delaware? <gasps> Florida's got a bunch, Georgia's got a bunch, of course. Kentucky. Louisiana, Ooh, Maryland's got some. Oh, Mississippi, Missouri's got a few. Montana's got one. Come on. North Carolina's got a, quite a few. Ohio has one. That one we'll count on that one being gone soon. Pennsylvania. Oh, don't, nothing happened in Pennsylvania, did it? Oh, wait, Gettysburg. Uh, Tennessee. Te- Texas got some. Uh, good luck taking that down. Although in today's world, probably. Virginia, West Virginia, but my favorite one. My favorite statue. In 1865, at the end of the American Civil War, a substantial number of Southerners left the South. Wait, they got upset. And they protested with a war that they lost. So instead of staying and joining and saying, oh, okay, we're of the United States now. They moved to another country. They went to Brazil. Okay? They were known as Confederados, and there's a huge Confederate mo- uh, monument uh, placed in Americana, Sao Paulo, Brazil. i us just try to take that one down. Just let me know how that works out for you. Okay? So... The other day, Condoleezza Rice, and she's making the rounds, you know, hawking her book, Democracy. Great name, Condi. However, I love Condoleezza Rice. And uh, I heard her talking the other day about President Trump, and I thought to myself, you know, why isn't she president? (laughs) That was just a passing thought. It's the morning. I didn't have a cup of coffee yet. So she's on Fox and Friends. And there, you know, she's on Fox and Friends, hawking her book. Yeah, that's what you do when you get a new book. That's just the way it goes. And she is uh, talking to uh, Kilmeade. Right, they're all three there, the happy, the happy trio on Fox and Friends uh, morning show, and they're hawking her democracy book. And uh, Killamede starts off by uh, asking her about slavery and constitution and. It goes on. Let's start.
2: As an African-American woman, do you see yourself in this Constitution? Do you think that uh, when we look at nine of our first 12 presidents as slave owners, yes. should we start taking their statues down and saying we're embarrassed by you?
5: I am a, a firm believer in keep your history before you. And so I don't actually want to rename things that were named for slave owners. I want us to have to look at those names yes. and recognize what they did and be able to tell our kids, what they did, and for them to have a sense of their own history. When you start wiping out your history, sanitizing your history to make you feel better, it's a bad thing. But let me just say one thing about our Constitution. That Constitution originally counted my ancestors as three-fifths of a man. Mm -hmm. And then in 1952, my father had trouble registering to vote in Birmingham, Alabama. And Uh then in 2005, I stood in the Ben Franklin room, one of our founders. Mm-hmm. I took an oath of office to that same constitution and it was administered by a Jewish woman Supreme Court justice. That's the story of America. The long road to freedom Thank has you. been deep and long. It's been sometimes violent. It's had many martyrs, but ultimately has been Americans claiming those institutions for themselves and expanding the definition of we the people.
4: She continued and so did Kilameed with asking her about, does it make you think less of our founders?
2: Does it make you think less of, should we think less of George Washington and Thomas Jefferson and Andrew Jackson because they were slave owners?
5: Well, they were people of their times. I wish they had been like John Adams, who did not believe in slavery. I wish they had been like Alexander Hamilton, who was uh, an immigrant, by the way, a, a child a child of questionable parentage mm-hmm. uh, from the Caribbean. I wish all of them had been like that, and, and Jefferson in particular. A lot of contradictions in Jefferson, but they were people of their times. And what we should celebrate is that from the Jeffersons and the Washingtons, the slave owners, look at where we are now.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Condoleezza Rice. You know, I'm glad we don't have a president that could talk like that.
0: This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
4: You know, just, I don't know if you know Steve Doomey from uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, he's, you've known me. Spent years at WDAE six twenty, the Sports Animal, and I I worked with Steve even before then uh, when we worked at uh, nine ten WFNS, one of the first national sports radio stations in the country. Uh, we were hawking sports out of this crappy room in Tampa, in front of a TV station, in front of the Frog TV station. We had a little room up front. Uh, Anyway, uh, I so I read an article that talks about uh, Steve is uh, now battling cancer, and it told the story of how he was diagnosed with the uh, astrocytoplasmic tumor, hmm. but he claims he's uh, he's beating it. He's uh, battling back at stage two cancer. Uh, it's not the worst, uh, and he talks about uh, people have been you know the rays and. You know, different sports teams at Tampa Bay have been giving him their love uh, and I know that uh, WDAE uh, has been using fill-in hosts and uh, Steve is uh, believes that he will be back and uh, I believe that uh, with your prayers and your thoughts warm thoughts for Steve dooming uh, he will be back uh, he is a uh, <laughs> He's a funny guy. I know a lot of people uh, think the big dog is this uh, cranky old guy, but he's really funny and uh, I, I miss seeing him every day. And uh, he talked about what a struggle it was. There's an article I'll tweet the article out uh, so you can read about Steve's struggle, but he talked about the routine of radiation uh, you know for six weeks and you do that five you know five days a week and getting banged and anyway, he's struggling to fight back. And get back to the radio microphone. And the radio microphone will never be the same without Dooming in Tampa Bay telling me how bad the Tampa, Tampa Bay Rays suck and what the Bucks can do to get better. And uh, so get better, Steve. Uh, you've been missed on the air. And uh, say a prayer.
0: This is The Jeff Fisher Show.
2: <laughs> Only on the Blaze Radio Network. Jeff Fisher Show returns on the Blaze Radio Network.
4: 888-900-3393 is the phone number. We're taking a request for the top TV news clips. Uh, Trinity in South Carolina, you've got a request for us?
7: Yeah, yeah, Jeffy, what's going on? brother? Great to finally get to talk to you, man.
4: Thank you very much for the kind words. You've got a request?
1: Yeah, the request is, I can't remember the guy's name, but it's the one when the lottery was like really, really a lot of money. And the news anchor said, what would you do if you won the lottery? And he turned
4: around and looked at it and he said, get some cracking host." <laughs> yes, I absolutely remember that guy. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We're taking the request at 899-900-3393. Uh, you, can, you can try to request it uh, on Twitter, at Jeff EMRA, Instagram, at Jeff EMRA, or Facebook Radio, Jeff Fisher Radio. But it's easier just to dial eight 900 3393 As we uh, continue on uh, this morning, it's... Uh, Thirty-six minutes after the hour, twenty-four minutes before the top, and uh, your all-request weekend coming up with the top. TV news clips. Uh, we found out uh, we have the clip of uh, the man from Las Vegas. Can I ask you if you want all the money?
0: What would you do with it?
4: Bunch of hookers and cocaine.
0: Oh, okay, that's not good.
1: <laughs> we were hoping for a different answer. That's probably uh,
4: I bet yeah. you were. <laughs> and it's almost uh, worth you know. It's worth worth the response from the reporter. Uh <laughs> if I remember right though, there was something wrong with that clip. What was wrong with that clip? There was something that didn't feel right, like the guy knew he was gonna be on, or it was uh he did it on purpose as a joke not to make it because he was with somebody else. I mean, I just look, I hear all these clips a million times, and they're good at the time, but then of course, what we do is we pick them apart. I mean that's that's what we do. We pick them apart. And there was something with that clip. Now, he's good, the man from Las Vegas, because we don't even have a name. It's just the man from Las Vegas.
6: Bunch of hookers and cocaine.
4: Now, there are many people who, if won the lottery, would do that. (laughs) I, of course, have not won. I would not even dream of anything like that. Chuck from Florida chuck in com, you're on the broadcast we greetings joined- <laughs> jeffy where
8: <laughs> i am not in florida i'm sorry let me restate that what? greetings from florida jeffy where i am not the naked fat man laying on a shark <laughs> all right, i just so- wanted to point that out it was not me where is i look nothing like the guy well okay maybe a little but not that much
4: all right well first of all we've i i admitted to it yesterday during the glenn beck program that it was me
8: well, you know, I actually had a press release that uh, I had uh, recorded and was going to play a sound clip, but since you <laughs> let the cat out of the bag. Oh, you
4: did? Oh, okay, I'm sorry, because we did find out. This, uh, there's another guy running around claiming it was him, and it's pissing me off.
8: Well, you know, uh, if, if you want, I can still play the audio clip. Yeah, do that. I've got, yeah, I've got you
4: uh, We have it up here, ready Chuck, to go. Chuck
8: coming to the table with audio. And here we are, the, the admitted press release. Take a listen.
4: That sounds good, Chuck. I mean, I've never heard a press release sound better than that. Cause woof! Now you know he's hearing it right now in his headphones, so he can't hear me. Knowing Actually, that he can't hear me, I'm going bit, to yeah. tell him, "Holy crap!" I mean, this this is just does not surprise me coming from ChuckandFlorida.com. Hey, I've got audio for you, Chuck. So you can't, you can't hear me. He's listening to his own audio.
8: I could hear you just a little bit under the audio.
4: That's good that you can hear it, Chuck, because we can't. I'm so sorry. I mean, I'm not sure what your whole engineering process is, but it's wrong.
8: Well, then, you know, put that one on the shelf for
4: later. It's not coming to us. Now, I will say that that's the best that audio coming from you has ever sounded, because there's no surface noise, no nothing. (laughs) It's just no nothing. No echo,
8: no uh, it, reverb. There's nothing. no
4: echo. There's no big room reverb. There's nothing. So whenever I get tired of you and I say, Chuck, play an audio bite. just plug that in.
8: Yeah, you got it. No problem. Because there's just
4: nothing. We just set off alarm sounders on radio stations across America. Man, <laughs> the engineers are all getting buzzed on their cell phones going, there's dead air. There's dead air. <laughs> um <laughs> if only this was on regular radio station. I was going to say this terrestrial radio. about? Nobody knows. Those stations are all gone anyway. They don't even exist anymore. So <laughs> I did admit to it uh, on the air uh, on the Glenn Beck program yesterday because you know what people they were they were they were going around uh, blaming people pointing the fingers at other humans that it was not. And uh, look, you know, I told you already. I was naked fishing. I'm out there fishing. The sharks there. One thing led to another. We all know how it happens. True. And uh now there's some other guy. Uh some guy from New York that is uh trying to say that he's you know, the guy. Uh stop it. Okay, I've already I don't I've already admitted to it.
8: Well, it wasn't Jimmy John LaTod and it uh, definitely wasn't the See, uh, that's, why, a, that's why that's uh, why I admitted
4: and, to it cuz I kept blaming people of importance. Right? That means that I've not people of importance.
8: <laughs> well, I don't know. I did hear it on national radio yesterday. Yes, you the, did. The there, press was, there
4: was actually a, 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 something in the Twitters that had a picture of myself uh, on the shark. Oh no. I will I have it
8: before the end of the don't day. Don't
4: think I didn't miss the little ha ha ha. Look a great white and a shark two jokes. <laughs> I don't think I didn't miss those for those of you out there on the Twitters. Okay. Anyway, Chuck in Florida.com, you you are joining us to uh, remind us of uh, some of the great uh, people that we have come to know from the great state of Florida.
8: Well, you know, this seems to be focusing on Florida Animal Week here in uh, all of the news that has hit the press. Uh, My favorite so far is the 10-year-old girl who pries open a gator's mouth to get her leg free. Does she? Well, apparently she? she learned this at Gatorland. She learned that if you poke them in the nose and the eye, they will open their jaws and let you free. And and the little girl said that that's what she did.
4: My favorite theme I, I park in I America, <laughs> Gatorland. I love it. So moving on. Uh, wait, no, just wait one second. Because I want to get back to my girl at Gatorland. Tell me again now. She claims that she was a gator her in the jaws. Correct. And she says
8: she was about 10 feet away from the shore of Lake Mary Jane near Orlando when an eight-foot alligator... Lake
4: Mary Jane. Yeah,
8: well... <laughs> okay, go ahead. I did I'm verify the story. I've I, got two, you did? Two, yes, I did. This has been in, in several uh, releases now. Oh,
4: so it's been on a, couple of, on a couple of websites, picked up the story and just no, shared it. No, no,
8: actual it. news. In fact, uh, it was played on 970 uh, last week. Those so uh, we you. had some uh, some news uh, people that, that verified it as
4: well. The mothership 970 WFLA, very little credibility. Go ahead.
8: <laughs> <laughs> so she says despite the pain, the girl managed to open the gator's mouth and move her leg before family members rushed to help. And um, she
4: learned this from Gatorland by knowing what?
8: By knowing that if you poke them in the nose and the eyes with anything, even your finger, you can get the gator to kind of flinch and open his mouth, when and I that's first, all it
4: took. That's fantastic, and good for her, because I, when I first heard this story, I thought for sure it was uh, Linda Hopkins bound. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> uh, seriously, I thought it was fake news. That was fake I heard it
3: on the news. Thank you. And I said it was ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous,
4: that's man. It. I thought that was fake and headed down fake newsland. but you uh, verifying and t- talking about I'm not going to throw Gatorland under the bus. That's my favorite theme park in America.
8: Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and here's the one part of the story that does bug me quite a bit. It says people, even small animals, are not typical prey. It says says uh, that the alligator probably confused the small child for a dog or a raccoon. Uh, no. Come on. First of all, are we really trying to get in the gator's head here? This is well. all conjecture. Well, gators the usually. The gator was thinking food. Yeah, that's what they right. think. Right. And
4: most of the time, gators will, will, it's just like sharks. They bite into humans and they go, oh, human, and they get swim away. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's some, harder for a sometimes gator Sometimes the their shark mouths bites walking. a little bit harder than other times. So, you know, yeah, right. sometimes you end up with a leg gone or half your body. But right, other right. times you may just get a little nip and they move on.
8: They and, prefer small dogs. Absolutely. And that's gators, what you hear.
4: Yeah, gators, I mean, they, they're, 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 you're in their neighborhood. Uh, the little girl's wandering around, and he's like, eh, let me take a little nip out of that and see if it's worth eating. Nope. Uh, you know, and, and look, I love Gatorland as well. A serious, I mean this with every ounce of being. I love Gatorland. Huge endorsement right there. One of my favorite. This is an unpaid endorsement for Gatorland, and I've given them plenty over the years. <laughs> yes, yeah, I freaking love Gatorland. You take, you take When you go there, first, let me tell you, the first time you go there, just buy your hot dogs from them because they feed hot dogs to the... The Gators. That's what you feed, right? Them. Yep. All right. So, and they sell hot dogs at Gatorland for I don't know about a million dollars a hot dog. So the next time you go, you learn to stop at Walmart before you get there, and buy uh, you know by the, the extra large the, pack, the extra the super. You never have enough hot dogs at Gatorland. Yeah, the you super, bring the forty-five bring pack backpack, of hot dogs and pass a backpack them full yeah. of those the cheap hot dogs, and you go up on top of their giant stand that they have with about I don't know six or seven floors. And you go up to the top, and you watch these gators in the river there, and they all come around, and they snort, and they fight for hot dogs. It's outstanding. <laughs> and then they have the they have the jumperoo, you know where oh, they, yes. they, they gator jumperoo. Because gators go down to the bottom, and what they do is they go down to the bottom of the water, and then they start leaning up, and they bend their tail, and then they use their tail that shoots them straight up out of the water. And, I mean, that's how, they, that's how they move from land from land out of water is so that tail bends down and it shoots them up and they jump out and grab the chicken out of the guy's hand and they slide chickens across the ropes and the gators are jumping up, grabbing the chickens off the rope. Oh, it's fantastic. I love Gatorland. I love
8: Gatorland. <laughs> it, nothing like getting excited about a great story. I, I love, love it. I love Gatorland. Absolutely.
4: It's one of my favorite places on earth.
8: Fabulous, and fabulous. I mean, and I
4: heard they were having some issues. You know, some people stole something out front or there was a crash. So, I mean, I'm hoping there was a fire. That's right. There was some kind of fire, so I'm hoping everything's okay. Maybe that was a number of years ago. I remember, it was, yeah.
8: if I remember correctly, you're right. It was a few years ago. So also, I they. Hope had this, they're, the, I hope the they're back in, and
4: they should be proud. This girl should have a pass, a season pass to Gatorland. She, she gave them all kinds of love. She learned how to save her life from Gatorland because they have the gator wrestling, and they bring people in. They have the guys sit there, you rape, them, they they wrestle with them. They get on top of them, and I mean, it's, I love Gatorland. Love it. Not the love safest
8: it. sport in the world, by the way.
4: Oh, right next to naked shark wrestling. You know, that's another good one. uh, Well, those gators are wusses. (laughs) They're fat and happy. Trust me. As I was moving around, let me get back in the river for hot dogs. Get off me. (laughs) They're fine.
8: You don't see many people lying on on gators naked, though, that that take pictures like that.
4: If I happen to catch one out there naked fishing, maybe I will.
8: (laughs) All right. So what else you got? I've got down, an escaped I, I love the zebra in, in Hillsborough oh, I County. Saw in that, he was out there for zebra. quite a while, right? Uh, what he did was apparently he got into uh, are, are out of his stables, and, and there's a guy in the neighborhood that is licensed for exotic animals. He takes care of all it's the horrible. wildlife. And, uh, and the neighbor looked in his backyard and sees a zebra, and he says, you know, I thought it maybe was just a horse or I was hallucinating, but sure enough, there's this <laughs> zebra rolling around in the guy's backyard and they helped corral it. Unfortunately, it got free and ran into a pickup truck. Um, the, the zebra didn't suffer much damage, but the side mirror and the uh, window of the pickup truck. Zebras and, are uh, tough,
4: man. They're big time tough. With
8: zebras. You don't want to mess with them at I all. I know. I know. Zebras yeah. are tough,
4: and uh, you There's know,
8: serious muscles on those beasts. Listening.
4: We, uh, you said you saw an interview with the guy on the news that the. Saw the zebra in his backyard. We also ran into someone who saw the zebra.
3: I heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it.
4: Uh, Chuck in <laughs> Florida.com. Is it fake news? No, that was actually real. Good, good. No,
8: I thought well, this was too. Again, CNN verified. So I'm trying to check sources, man. I had to drop one earlier today.
4: Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. Chuck. Chuck. Yeah. I've some people some people don't appreciate the work you put into this bit. Uh, right? I do. I do. I appreciate so, that
8: you appreciate it.
4: No, I do. And if you could play another audio bite for me right now, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, I'll get right on that for you.
0: This is The Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
4: Welcome to it. 888-900-3393 is the phone number. We have I, we, I, me, you. I. We've got so much information left to give you, and I've got one hour left to do it in. So I'm going to make a choice of what some of the best things are to share with you. We've still taken requests for the top news interview clips. We've got uh, three or four now that are top. We've got one that I don't think will get topped today. It's quite possible. If you have a, if you have a request, uh, we'll take your request today. Today, nine zero zero thirty three ninety three. All request top news, TV clips of the day, and we'll try to get it on for you. And we can. We, we're, I've got great new work habits that are going to start taking place that will make your workday better. I've got uh, what's going to happen. Uh, there's a great story on. I've got a whole. I could probably do a show. I probably should just do a show on robots and where we're at uh, because uh, the, the story is the guy talks about uh, those of you that are worried about the robots coming, they're already here. I mean, we've got to talk a little bit about that. And we've got to talk about the guy that we talked to on the Glenbeck radio program this week about the future and robotics and education for our children. We've got to talk about that. We've got to talk about the shape of this country that we're in, where people, kids are getting in trouble for liking a picture on Instagram. No comments, no nothing. It was a gun. He liked a picture on Instagram and got a 10-day suspension. If that's fake news, I'm going to be ticked because it might be. It might be. And we also have Donald Trump uh, speaking at Liberty University. He just started. Can we bring up a little bit of Donald? A little bit of Donald? I hope we... I mean, maybe we have ChuckinFlorida.com audio for uh, President Trump at Lynchburg because that would probably be the. Ugh. We're gonna hear, you're gonna hear so much of this President Trump's commencement speech at the University the rest of today, tomorrow, and Monday. I promise. you, cross my heart. Hope Stick a needle in my eye. I will not play one word of that speech.
2: This is the Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network. The experiment was a success. Begin Life Force Reboot Program now. Stand
7: clear. Life signs
2: stable. It's alive. Set it loose. This is the Jeff Fisher Show on the Blaze Radio Network.
4: I wouldn't want my computer to work. I know I opened up the link of Sweet Brown. Could have been it. Why is it not working? We work for an internet company. Okay. I'm sorry. Welcome to the broadcast. Hi. How are you? If you'd like to participate, 888-900-3393 is the phone number. Thank you so much for coming along for the ride. You can follow me, you know, on Twitter, uh, at JeffyMRA. Uh, Facebook is Jeff Fisher Radio, and Instagram is at JeffyMRA as well. You know, today we've covered a lot of ground. We've taken some requests and we've studied a little bit. I was just looking up some things on the internet that I wanted to help share with you uh, You know, this hour as we wrap up uh, the program today before Lawrence Jones takes the helm and he's standing by outside waiting to take over his show from noon to three uh, Eastern on the Blaze Radio Network. But when I, when I move my mouse here on the, uh, on the internet uh, for on my laptop,
7: it won't work.
4: <sighs> Breathe. So we'll take your requests at 888-900-3393 for the top TV news clips. And not, we want the TV man or woman on the street clips. Or I should say just person on the street clips. I don't know what those people identify as. I don't want to, yeah. You know throw them off curve now we have a se we have several we have uh, the man from Las Vegas we have uh, Antoine Dobson we have uh Linda Hopkins and we have Kimberly sweet Brown Wilkins who I believe is now my new favorite human being on earth and that's a I mean Kimberly uh, sweet brown uh, I'm sorry Kimberly sweet brown Wilkins uh you know that story's been around for a while too so sh- hopefully she's you know, gotten better from her bronchitis that the smoke brought on. So, if you have, and now, and again, we had a request for Hank Johnson, and that request was uh, denied, and it was denied because that's you know that's a news clip, that's a soundbite from an actual happening thing in the news. These reports that, that I'm talking about are comments about an actual news story. Uh, live man on the street, they all do it. Every local news station does it. It's okay. I mean, that's, what, that's how they make their living. That's how Joe becomes a reporter, and then someday he'll be at the anchor spot. I went out, and I interviewed people all over the city, and now it's my turn to sit at the desk on the weekends and tell people, let's go to Bill Johns, who's out in Las Vegas talking to people about what would they do with the $8 billion lottery winnings if they win. Can I ask you,
0: if you won all the money, what would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine. Oh, okay, that's
4: not good. <laughs> we were looking
6: ah. for
1: a different answer. That's probably not the answer that we're looking oh, for. Oh, yes,
4: it is. And she damn well knows it. <laughs> she darn well knows it. However, that's what you get, right? Good for them. And then uh, we've got uh, Antoine Dobson in Oklahoma City, a uh, person on the street, uh, because, hey, you've got these crimes going on in your neighborhood. What do you think about it?
7: Well, obviously, we have a rapist in Lincoln Park. He's climbing in your windows. He's snatching your people up, trying to rape them. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here.
4: See? Those are person-on-the-street interviews that are tremendous. And then we have one of my all-time favorites uh, from Providence, uh, Rhode Island, uh, Linda Hopkins. Who was, uh, you know, person on the street? And the newscast went out, and they were talking about the potato bandit. I'll never forget the potato bandit. Uh, never. Linda has seared the potato bandit in my head. And uh, excuse me, ma'am, have you heard about the potato bandit here in the neighborhood?
3: I heard it on the news, and I said it was ridiculous, ma'am. That's it
4: yeah this is uh, uh Billy Bob uh, reporting live from downtown Fire It looks like there's a building fire at the uh, fourth and third. We have a person now looking that has just come out of the building that's standing on this side of the street. Excuse me, ma'am. Are you familiar with the building that's burning?
6: Well, I woke up to go give me a cold pop and then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, "Oh Lord Jesus, it's a fire." then I you ran out, people? I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that.
4: Number one. Right now, Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins is at the top of the list. Linda Hopkins, I love you. I do. Although I may break them into categories because Kimberly tells the story. Linda is just reacting to knowing about the story because she.
3: I heard it on the news. Yeah, that's right. She heard it on the news. And I said it was ridiculous, man. That's it. I
4: have news for you. Those two, Linda Hopkins and Kimberly Sweet Brown Wilkins, will never get old. I don't care. If you're right now you're driving, you're listening, you're sitting there drinking your coffee at home, you're chuckling to yourself going, Jeff has played those enough. No. Those clips can never be played enough. Jody in Utah, you have a request for the All Request Weekend on the Jeff Fisher Radio Program?
5: Yes. it's. Uh, <clears throat> I think it's out of Atlanta, Georgia. And Peaches is relating the story of Boo Got Shot to the camera crew. It is hysterical. Really?
4: Yeah. Uh, I don't know that I remember peaches in Atlanta. All right, we'll find yeah. it out. Thanks for calling, Jody. I appreciate it. We'll get it. We'll try to get it on for you. Do we have peaches? No. Okay, because I, I, man, I do not remember peaches. I hope peaches is good, but we'll we'll try to get it on for you. All right. So, as I was uh, getting into the hour, I'm trying to think what am I going to be talking to you guys about, and there's really I would love to be able to talk to you a little bit about. Uh, uh, some of the robot stories that I have, I've got some tremendous robot stories and a couple of them I have in front of me and a couple of them I have on the internet that won't work. Now, while I've read the stories, I don't have the exact specifics, so I don't want to share them with you, but just know that the story is, uh, look, the robots uh, are already here, all right? They're, we've they. Yes, they can learn from each other uh, yes, they're building, but uh, there is no crisis. Uh, and those of you that are concerned about the robots being here and taking over our jobs, they're already here, okay? And it goes down a list of what the robots are handling already. And we had a, a man on the Glenbeck radio program, uh, Yuval Noah Harari, uh, wrote a book called Homo Deus, A Brief History of Tomorrow. And in that book, he talks about the future Uh, He spends a lot of time talking about the past and how we got here, but he also talks about the future. And while we talked to him, he uh, was fascinating. Uh, I've been meeting, I've been told by, uh, you know, the guy that runs this joint, whatever his name is, you know, Glenn Beck, whatever his name is. uh, He's been after me to, you know, all of us to read this book. And uh, so I may have to do that for vacation because I really want to, after we interviewed him, I really do want to read it. But he talked about we're teaching our children all wrong. Um, The education system is set up to have our children, young adult children and really young children, fail. Uh, We need to teach them to be – it isn't all about uh, find a job and work at it forever or plan on finding a job and then moving on to another job. It's also reinventing yourself um, to do – different things and be ready to change and adapt and we need to rethink the way that we are educating our children and i don't disagree and i I, if i could get out the internet i'd share you some of the things that the robots are already here but that's okay because i want you to know that those of you that are still in the workplace uh very very cool things are happening in the workplace and what you say Is happening in the workplace. Okay, I'll tell you. You ready? Nobody's having sex anymore. That's what's happening. Okay, During the week, during your work week, nobody is having sex anymore. Very sad. Research shows that weekends are the prime time for between the sheets action. Particularly Sunday. Hey, that's tomorrow. Tomorrow's Mother's Day. That's something to look forward to. Sunday is a very popular day for buying condoms and a British study of 2,000 people uh, found that Sunday morning was the most popular time during the week to get frisky. Uh, Followed by Saturday. Coming in at number two, Saturday. Whether you're doing it on the weekends or during the week, however, may have to do it with whether you're in a relationship. Single women were most likely to have sex on Monday and Thursday. Now, I don't know what you read into that, but what I read into that is, that's when they're having an affair with the married guy. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. And maybe, you know, look, it could, it could be men too, men with women as well. And I'm not just I'm just not saying men have affairs. But if you're in a relationship and you're only having sex on the weekends, because that's when you have to be together, right? But during the week you're both at work, you're with the girlfriend or boyfriend. I'm not sure that was in the data that was compiled, but I'm telling you that's the Jeff Fisher study, and that's the truth. And those of you that are at work saying, well, I'm single and I'm not cheating with anyone, or I'm married and I'm not cheating with anyone, I'm just tired and I would, wouldn't mind having getting frisky during the week, but I'm just so tired and I don't know what to do. Aha. Well, fortunately, psychologists believe they've found a great way to combat the stress of your job. Yes, they do. Psychologists say, self-love shouldn't just be conducted in your bedroom at night. Instead, doing it while at work could provide an escape route from stressful days. So, instead of keeping the self-love strictly to your bedroom on lonely nights you should think about doing it while you're at work so be prepared for your workplace to have those self-love rooms i know i am while using such a pastime as an escape perhaps from your boss who is constantly breathing down your neck would provide similar benefits a psychology lecturer at Nottingham Trent University, Mark Sargent, uh, made the controversial suggestion in a piece for uh, Metro earlier this year. He told the website that it would be very effective at work and considered it to be a great way to relieve tension. And <laughs> get this his claims were backed up by a life coach. <laughs> so you've got. A psychology lecturer from Trent University who did a piece in a website piece, Metro, and his claims about self-love at work were backed up by a life coach from Wales. So, so, I would expect... uh, Masturbation policy to result in more focus, less aggression, higher productivity, and more smiling. Certainly, taking a break for boredom or an escape would increase work focus. But he did have concerns for those who take longer to have the ending. As this could cause them to be frustrated. Break's over. You done yet? I mean, that's going to be tough. Ah, she's always in there. She never comes out of that place. You never get any work done around here. She's always in the self-love room. They found that 94% of men admit to self-love, as do 85% of women. And it's something... Even babies do from time to time. No, hon. no. no. So babies are just exploring there. Babies are just exploring there. Well, that's what you're doing. You're just exploring. Uh-huh. But despite its proven benefits, old rumors that it can leave people blind or infertile often scares people from self-pleasure. Wait. It makes you go blind? glasses on
2: here we go this is the Jeff Fisher show on the blaze radio network
0: The
4: Jeff Fisher Show. Oh, yes. That's what I wanted to talk about. Okay, so I'm in Kroger. And they're doing well, by the way. I mean, you looked at it. I've got a a ton of stories talking about how uh, Choppers are abandoning Whole Foods uh, and Kroger's is growing. How Kroger's is now going to uh, give you... uh, Go up against one of the sponsors of this on this network blue apron. They'll never win that. And uh but they're gonna you know, so you have the meals already prepared. And uh there's several Krogers in this neck of the woods that I mean, they're the biggest chain and they're growing I mean, some of the Krogers are some of them are old. They're just a grocery store. Others have everything. Others are like Kroger Mart. And you know, so they're nice, and, and, and you get you know, my daughter can go there and get her little pink drink from Starbucks or her passion tea, and uh, you do some shopping. And it's fine. I love them. I, you know, they're very happy with Kroger's. And uh, however, the other day I'm in mean, Kroger. If you are a parent, and you have a child that you allow to sit up on the window ledge in front of where everybody is checking out. And put his foot up on the little quarter horse ride, the little horse that you can ride up front, and shake it and push his feet out of it like crazy and sit there and, hey, Mom, over here, Mom, over here, Mom, over here. I want to also remind them that they can be seen. There is no invisible cloak, uh, they can be seen. So, and this is going to turn into a health tip. This is going to turn into a friendly health tip from me. This is the reason why, when you go to grocery stores, you want to hose down the shopping carts. Remind the children that when they scratch themselves in their behind, as they're sitting up on this window ledge, as he puts his hand down the back of his pants, scratches for about 10 seconds, and then pulls his hand out, and nonchalantly slides his hand up to smell his fingers like he thinks no one can see him. I did. Maybe I have my ultrasonic vision on. Maybe I didn't spend enough time in the self-love room, but I'm not blind. If I catch one of my children, and this is just me, this is kind of a health tip for my children. <laughs> I Just bring this home and play it for them. You know, posterity. If I catch one of my children scraping their butt, smelling it, and then touching shopping carts and other things at the grocery store, they will have to live life without a hand. Go ahead. Call the, call the housing authority. Call the children's Port Authority, I don't know, whoever the hell you call, call them, but that's going to happen. That's going to happen. What happened to you? I was picking my butt and then I smelled it and touched some stuff in a shopping cart until my dad cut my hand off. Oh, okay, go ahead, get out of here. Stop complaining. I was, I was everything I had not to say something. I wanted to say something so bad. And the problem is, is that I, I go with my wife and she keeps me in line. Tells me I can't say stuff. Not fun. The Jeff Fisher Show. The
2: Blaze Radio Network.
4: Jeff Fisher Show. Welcome to 888-900-3393 is the phone number. I cannot believe that the show is in the final 30 minutes already. Amazing. Amazing to me. I know some of you may be sitting back at your coffee table going, it's not amazing to us, thank God. We didn't think it would ever end. But for me, it was fast. So I appreciate it very much that you came along for the ride today. Thank you so much. Uh, you can follow, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at JeffyMRA, Facebook Jeff Fisher Radio, Instagram at JeffyMRA. So I have one story here that uh, talks about a new study that revealing uh, bald men are stronger, smarter, sexier. Now, for years, I shaved my head. Now, does that mean since I can't shave my head anymore? When I say can't, I mean I've been ordered by someone who believes that they're in charge of me called, um, what is she called again? What is she called again? Oh, oh yeah, my wife and uh, mother. Happy Mother's Day, by the way. I already got her a Mother's Day present, so don't even start with me. Don't even look at me like that. Okay. Okay, so I have to go out and take the kids out and get something quick today. Them, but I already took care of it, and so that I made her buy it herself because she really wanted it. So, happy freaking Mother's Day, okay? Anyway, I love you, baby. Whew. Think she bought that? Hey, uh, and so she, you know, when she met me, I was practically bald. I was shaving my head, and now she claims she doesn't like me bald like that. So, I would shave my head in a. I love I loved it so much easier to care for and uh, and now it proves that it made me so much smarter uh, just the opposite of some of the stories you might hear where they take away people's hair and they're dumber never mind those Indian stories <laughs> well they know uh, but I will say that uh i I may have to shave my head and just do it again we have to revisit that argument because you know, for a while I was on. Uh, I'm feeling kind of good. I'm on the. I'm on this uh, hardcore, simple to losecom uh, weight loss plan, uh, lifestyle change. I've been doing it for uh, seven days, eight days now, and uh, I'm down about 15 pounds. I know it's a bucket of water out of the ocean. I got it, but uh, I love it. SimpleToLose.com is not necessarily a sponsor of this network. However, they're kind of a they've been a sponsor of me. Since I first uh, used the program I lost, you know, 100, about 120 pounds and then uh, gained about 8,000 back. That's only what it felt like. And uh, so I'm using the Dr. Anderson uh, you know, Tick Shape for Life, uh, SimpleTolose.com. I think they're called something else. Let's see what um, he's gonna get mad at me he'll call me is, we're not
0: taking for life anymore we're this.
4: okay no problem doc settle down go back to the beach in Florida okay uh but I love it and uh it's feeling good looking good too Lewis another quote from uh an old movie that hopefully somebody will remember feeling good Lewis <laughs> uh just watch that stupid movie. <laughs> Trading Places for those of you that don't know. Those of you that don't know. Anyway, um, so I'm. Uh, I don't. My producer just uh, mentioned Coming to America in my ear. One of the best movies of all time. I mean, there's no, if if you don't think Coming to America is one of the best movies of all time, you're wrong. It's simple. You're wrong. Uh, you're wrong. It's uh Eddie Murphy, they were they, they were all at their best, at their best. And I the reason that it, my my speaking of my wife, happy Mother's Day, uh, my wife uh, hates that movie. Now she doesn't hate the movie. What she hates is is that for years, my oldest son and me would do nothing but quote that movie. That's what she hates. When she sees the movie, she's reminded of us just quoting the movie. And that's, I mean, that's all we, my son works. (laughs) I mean, just for everything, it doesn't matter. There's there's not a a scene in your own personal life that there isn't a scene from coming to America that will fit. You rent, Stu. Yeah, you conscious. As he rolls down. I mean, good stuff. You boys from Africa, you're used to that. You got a little bit of an insect problem. You boys from Africa, you're used to that. Come on, I mean, there's nothing in that movie that doesn't fit someone's life. It's, it's fantastic, right? Come on, Louis Anderson, it's good stuff. And next, the assistant manager, oh, fries. That's good stuff. The rich guy's soul glow. The rich people. Oh, come on, it's just so. Eddie Murphy, uh, uh, every every character in that movie plays the part perfectly, and it's great. I mean, I always thought you had sex with your bathers. I know I do. I mean, it's the, it's perfect. Come on, and then they, they end it with the with the <laughs> and the the barber shop with the scenes from the bicycle. There's just no better movie. It's just, that's why Eddie Murphy is actually retired. He did those stupid animal movies, and sure, he made a little money with that. And he did those stupid uh, 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 Beverly Hills Cop movies, and he made a little money with that. That those, those was all just to make some money for the kids. The Coming to America movie was the quintessential movie on life. And, I, you know, I might actually make this case. This would be a good case to make, the quintessential movie on life, and just play, and just go through uh, Coming to America. Because uh, I got a of suit from the waiter, and I said, a waiter... Something wrong with the soup. Waiter says. Waiter says, "What's wrong with the soup?" I said, "Try the soup." Waiter says, "What's wrong with the soup?" I said, "Try the soup." Waiter says, "What's wrong with the soup?" I said, "Try the soup." Where's the spoon? Aha! Aha! What do you know from funny, you bastards? See, that's what my wife hates: is that that we do nothing but spend the day <laughs> quoting "Coming to America." And there's not. I mean, well, who's going to clean up these flowers then? There's just nothing. And there's not a scene. I go, I repeat the entire movie. Repeat the entire movie. And I can almost do that with Trading Spaces, another great movie, but that's not as good as as, uh, as Coming to America. Um. Anyway, that's what my wife hates. My my oldest, my youngest son is dying to actually watch it, and we will, but it's got to be at a time of my choosing to kind of bypass the anger of another human in the house. Because once he sees it, he's going to be, who's going to clean up these flowers then? And he's going to be, the shame what they did to that dog. He'll be quoting the movie. You boys from Africa, a little insect problem. You boys from Africa, you're used to that. And uh, so, you know, it- <laughs> life, life is, life is coming to America. Bark like a dog Ah, so you're
0: getting along This is
4: The Jeff Fisher Show
0: On the Blaze Radio Network The
4: Jeff Fisher Show. All right, welcome to it. We've taken your request. We've got uh, top news clips so, so far. We may, I may turn this into a. We've got to, we've got to create some sort of award show for this and uh, make it happen. Uh, but first, uh, one of the things that uh, has happened uh, this week that is, uh, well, it's kind of disheartening. Actually, uh, there's been another Ebola outbreak. I don't know if you know this, uh, in the Congo which could be coming to the United States, uh, kills uh, at least one uh, in the Congo. Uh, who says? <laughs> I don't know. Who says? What's up first? No, who? I know who. The World Health Organization. Uh, an outbreak of Ebola in the Democratic Republic of the of the Congo. It began in April. And there's been one death, so... Uh, Ebola could be coming across the ocean again. So, because of that, and you know, I care about you and your health, and we, that's why we tell you about recalls and we tell you about the safety of cleaning shopping carts and grocery stores. I want you to be able to be safe and be Ebola free once it comes across the ocean again.
0: Keep away from eyes that bleed. Don't lick vomit off the street And I know you don't want to die So slowly back away from that infected guy Stay an Ebola free Stay an Ebola free Don't eat that raw meat and see We'll all be Ebola free Keep away well, from saying, those right. sweaty sheets. Keep away from discharge that secretes. And if you want to call me your fear, put down that glass of diarrhea. Stay in Ebola free. Stay in Ebola free. Don't touch others' poop and pee. And we'll be Ebola free. Just wash your hands, and you will see we can be Ebola free.
4: While you're singing that uh, this afternoon, you'll know that I helped you. It's just a health, it's a health purpose. It keeps you Ebola free. All right. So now we have uh, we've had some requests for the top TV news clips. Something is going on with the internet here at uh, Mercury Studios, but I know my phone all of a sudden just started playing audio now. Oh, I can't find a website on the internet on my laptop. Why would that be the case? But my phone, hey, let's just start playing audio. I know you're on mute. I know there's no audio sound coming through, but hey, we'll just start playing audio, okay? Thank you. Can't wait for the robots to run this joint. Um, so we have Linda Hopkins. We have uh, Sweet Brown. Kimberly Sweetbrook <laughs> Wilkins. We have the uh, we have the uh, Antoine Dobson. We have the Man from Las Vegas, and we now have a request. We had a request come in for Atlanta Boo, and uh, we haven't played Atlanta Boo yet. So let's put Atlanta Boo into the
7: can.
6: Uh-huh, she was taking real bad news. So, Peaches, they got shot, they got shot. I said, who, who? She said, boo got shot, boo got shot. I said, oh, my God, oh, my God. We just uh, saw it. My, my sister had called somebody up him. She called my cousin, Punkin, just does. She called her, and Punkin told her that she was on the phone with Pauline. And Chi-Chi, she had left out, and she went and got in her car, she bad out. And when she left out, that, when I heard the gunshot again, went, when I heard the gunshot, and I seen some boy had run in the building no over that way. He ran that building, I seen that car you. Yeah. And kind
4: of flew off, and then I seen a long gun, a big old gun in the fight. Atlanta Boo. We got to put Atlanta Boo. That's where we need categories. Because Atlanta Boo goes into the same category as Sweet Brown. I mean, they tell the story of what's happening. It's not the, hey, how do you feel about this going on? It's the, hey, what happened? And you get the entire story. So Atlanta Boo's not bad. It loses some in the end. It's almost like, okay, enough. Right, you've already said pimp, and you've already made us laugh. Stop telling us the news report. The news guy should have cut her off. Thank you for coming. Bye. Uh, so we have. Uh, let's go to the man from Las Vegas. Uh, is next because Atlanta Boo. We'll probably move her up to. You know, she's she's probably ahead of this guy. Maybe.
6: Can I ask you if you want all the money? What would you do with it? Bunch of hookers and cocaine.
0: Oh, okay, that's not good. <laughs> See, That's the uh, were
4: you hoping for a different answer? <laughs> but you didn't get one. And then we had uh, Antone Anton Dobson in Oklahoma City when asked about uh, hey, there's all these crimes going on in your neighborhood. Hey, Antoine.
7: Well, obviously we have a rapist in Lincoln Park he's climbing in your windows he's snatching your people up trying to rape them so y'all need to hide your kids hide your wife and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here
4: <laughs> and then we have uh, Linda Dobson who I mean is my favorite Linda, I heard it on the news that's alright let Linda go Linda can go anytime she wants She's I, mean, I love her
3: I heard it on the news And I said, it was ridiculous, man. That's it.
4: See, that's it. Linda, what? I mean, it's, it's about the Potato Bandit. It's in Providence. It's great. And then we have Kimberly Sweet Brown.
6: Well, I woke up to go get me a cold pop. And then I thought somebody was barbecuing. I said, oh, Lord Jesus, it's a fire. Then I ran out. I didn't grab no shoes or nothing, Jesus. I ran for my life. And then the smoke got me. I got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for
4: that. Absolutely the winner. Sweet brown Kimberly. We love you. We love you. Fantastic. And trust me when I, when I can say honestly that we are with you. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. Especially if you got bronchitis. Ain't nobody got time for that. Thank you. Welcome to the broadcast. Uh, Lawrence Jones standing by. He's actually uh, he's champing at the bit. Trying to get in here to do his show today. I don't know, he must have something to talk about, unlike the other shows he does. Um, so listen in and continue, because it's probably something he wants to talk about with you today on the Blaze Radio Network, noon to three, and then Joe Pags, or Mike Slater coming up after uh, Lawrence, and then Joe Pags. So you got Lawrence coming up, he'll yap at you for two or three hours, and then Mike Slater, he'll tell you something, too. Uh, you know, who knows? And then uh, Joe Pags, and then I'll see you back on Monday on the Glenn Beck program uh, at 9 a.m. Eastern.
2: This is The Jeff Fisher Show, only on the Blaze Radio Network.